Good Thursday, everyone. I want to jump right into it and waste no time at all getting to the point. Uh, this is going to be um, a sense of an emergency severe weather update here. Um, guys, I, I want to stress the urgency with what I am sharing with you uh, with this podcast episode update uh, concerning the severe thunderstorm threat for tomorrow, Friday, uh, for central and eastern parts of Kentucky. Uh, guys, as you know, we've been talking about this for a few days now. Uh, we've been monitoring trends, um, and as we get closer, that severe weather signal is just continuing to increase. Now, first things first, tomorrow, outside of any kind of severe thunderstorms, winds are going to be gusting uh, between 50 to 60 miles per hour, uh, at times even higher. Um, some models are actually trying to pinpoint some of these thunderstorms whenever you look at the, uh, uh, the models there when they're trying to estimate these wind gusts. And it's picking up a pockets of 70 and 80 mile per hour gusts. Those are ones that it's trying to sense hey, this is where we think a storm is going to be, and this is where we think the, the wind gust, the maximum wind gust within those storms are going to be. So uh, that is very eye-opening. I've not seen numbers that high in a while. Um, so it's something to keep in mind because that damaging wind threat is extremely high for tomorrow, um, especially with thunderstorms. Now, one thing that is uh, kind of concerning when we look at the, um, the simulated radar image, um, you've got a broken line of severe thunderstorms that's going to be working in from the west and southwest tomorrow as it rotates around the low pressure. Um, the low pressure is going to be just to our north, so there's going to be plenty of spin in the air. Uh, if, if you guys read my post often or listen to the podcast that uh, a lot of times when you're really close to that center of low pressure there tends to be some extra uh, spin uh, in the atmosphere and so our proximity to that low pressure and the warm front um, kind of puts Kentucky in an area called the triple point. You've got your low pressure, you've got your cold front right behind it and then you've got that warm front. It kind of creates a triangle and within that triangle is where you typically see the best chance for tornadoes to develop and especially damaging winds. So that's going to be something to keep an eye out on as well. Um, but, uh, but back to the nature of this broken line of severe thunderstorms. Um, this thing is going to have a negative tilt to it. So this thing is absolutely being pushed by a ton of wind shear. Um, and when it tends to get pushed like that, you are just enhancing that uh, damaging wind threat. Some models are showing a couple of supercell thunderstorms trying to go up ahead of that main line. But because of that line is going to be broken thunderstorms, it's going to be embedded with supercells. And those spin individually. Those enhance your damaging winds and tornado threat. So some areas may see two rounds of this to, uh, to give you an idea. Um, but as of now, uh, looking at the timing of this, um, I-65, I-75, um, maybe within an 11 a.m. to 2 to 3 p.m. window. 
uh, and this is just preliminary, but a little bit later for eastern parts of the state. Now, just because you live east of I-75 doesn't mean that severe threat is over. Um, one of the things we take a look at, this is going to be a high-resolution model called the HRRR. Uh, this one is short-range but high-resolution. Uh, every six hours, it actually goes out to 48 hours in the future. Um, but other than that, it's more like 18 hours. Um, so the, the latest HRRR that uh, went out through the entire day tomorrow, which would have been uh, the 12Z run, which uh, refreshed just a couple hours ago, um, that one showed what is called STP, which is a significant tornado parameter. Those values are enhanced over much of south central, southern, eastern parts of Kentucky, even central parts of Kentucky is, is slightly elevated. Um, this very well could, um, and I want to see more data before I call this, but if things are looking the same for the rest of the day, we could be looking at a tornado outbreak across parts of uh, central eastern Tennessee and central eastern Kentucky. Um, now, the Storm Prediction Center has the entire area in a slight risk for severe thunderstorms. Now, they were kind of on the same boat that I was on yesterday, uh, thinking that a, uh, a higher risk area, the next one up would be an enhanced uh, risk area would need to be issued likely for central eastern Kentucky, central eastern Tennessee. But they held off on pulling that trigger because they wanted to see more data before feeling confident about that. And I think with their next update uh, that'll come tonight, um, you're going to see uh, an enhanced area go up at the very least. And now I wouldn't be surprised to see uh, a moderate risk be issued at some point, whether it be tonight or as we get into the morning hours tomorrow, if things continue for that damaging wind and tornado threat. Um, now they did say the best chance for severe weather, especially damaging winds and tornadoes, looks to be across Kentucky and Tennessee. Uh, Central and Eastern Tennessee, Central Eastern Kentucky that is. So that's something we're gonna continue to watch as well. I was actually looking at uh, the updraft helicity. Um, that one's trying to um, find where there's more, uh, well, the, the updrafts. Uh, but basically, um, what I'm trying to say is when you are looking at this one, this is trying to show the, uh, like the, the spin, the, um, and everything that's needed uh, for tornadoes to form. And, um, sorry guys, I'm, I'm kind of multitasking over here looking at some more forecast models while trying to talk. But when looking at those, there's a lot of those streaks coming across Kentucky. That just sounds a red flag. Um, significant tornado parameter was already elevated. You throw that in there, a little bit of instability. And looking at the forecasted uh, cloud cover across the area, should stay cloudy most of the time. But any area that gets any breaks in the action, sees some sunlight, is just gonna help the atmosphere destabilize. And that could also up the severe risk. And 
one thing that's a big player right now is that there's actually a significant severe weather and tornado outbreak that's getting that's getting underway right now across portions of the deep south and Dixie Alley, uh, Texas over into eastern Texas over into Louisiana, Mississippi, kind of those areas where a moderate risk is out, uh, portions of Arkansas, Louisiana, I believe as well. And depending on how that plays out is going to affect how our severe weather kind of goes forward tomorrow. Because the placement of that low pressure and, you know, uh, the rain and, and, and everything is just going to play into that. Um, now, the last severe weather threat we were looking at, uh, conditions looked favorable. But you had some of that ongoing convection uh, earlier in the day that kept the atmosphere stable. Um, it's kind of like a double-edged sword because if you have early in the day rain and storms going on, some situations it creates outflow boundaries or basically miniature cold fronts that allows additional thunderstorm development later in the day or ongoing rain and convection earlier in the day can just keep the atmosphere from destabilizing killing out any severe chances. So it's kind of a double-edged sword when you're looking at that. It can help or it can hurt. So that's one of the things we're going to be looking for as well. Because as that warm front rises back up to the north tomorrow, it very well will have some um, rain and possibly a couple of general run-of-the-mill thunderstorms um, right along it. And... The exact position of that low pressure, the warm front, and that cold front is going to determine everything. Because if you're kind of in that triangle between those three, like I said, you're in that triple point. It's going to increase the severe probabilities for those areas within that. And any kind of sunshine destabilizes that atmosphere and helps increase that threat as well. Now, guys, I, I want to continue to stress to you, and I actually cannot stress enough how important it is to have those weather radios on, have a, a, a two or three sources to be able to get up-to-the-minute weather updates from. Um, tomorrow is absolutely a severe weather day, and this one has the chance to get pretty ugly. I'm not Again, I'm not ready to call this uh, a tornado outbreak by any means. But if models continue to suggest what this HRRR has suggested for over 12 hours now, things are going to get pretty dicey. And then we could be talking about some sort of an outbreak, but I'm not ready to sound the alarm on that. But I just want to stress everybody needs to know what to do. Uh, in case of a tornado warning, uh, severe thunderstorm warning, where to go, how to take cover, take shelter. Um, I want to be sharing some things today uh, on the page, so keep an eye out on that as well. Um, that's, and some of those things are going to be the safest places for, uh, to take shelter for tornadoes. What if you're outside? What if you don't have a place to go? What do you need to do? Um, just all kinds of really good things that I believe would be useful 
A lot of school systems right now have been practicing tornado drills, which is absolutely wonderful. Um, again, there's going to be a lot of information that will drop for you guys today. That way you can read over it. Have a plan. Be ready. Uh, again, it's better to be prepared and nothing happen than it is to not be prepared and something happens. Right, guys, if you have any questions, feel free to comment on any of the posts today. Uh, shoot a message to the page. I will get back to you guys as soon as we can. Together, we can prepare and be ready for anything that comes our way. Guys, stay weather aware. Take care. Stay safe.